the uh, turn of events here is very dramatic. This is getting serious. I'm paying attention. Welcome to the Child Whisper Podcast. I'm your host, Carol Tuttle, author of the best-selling parenting book, The Child Whisper. I'm with my co-host, Anne Tuttle-Brown. This week's question comes from a type 2 mom. I have four kids, three boys and a brand new baby girl. The three boys are 9, type 2, age 7, type 4, and age 4, a type 1. The boys argue all the time and sometimes will take turns partnering with one brother and ganging up on the other. They say things to each other like, I'm going to kill you, and call each other names. It really makes me as a type 2 mom so sad, but I don't know what to do about it. How can I encourage kindness between them even when they're angry with each other? Well, I like this question. I think her type comes into play here because I've honestly observed this in you. While you're all just... The truth comes out. Wish Say it to me straight. Well, we were in the car on Saturday having a fun outing, and Katie, your type 3 daughter, had reached her limit. She wanted to go to In-N-Out instead of the restaurant we were planning to go to. Well, it was on the, after that even, it was, she was done, and she just wanted you to take her home. She wanted to go home, and we had some, we still had some stops to make. Yeah, and you kept trying to coerce her into understanding. You were very patient. I hear you. You want to go home right now, but she kept going and going. Like, her goal was to break you down and just finally get you to a point where you'd say, fine, I'll take you home, because you were tired of hearing it. But you were very kumbaya in your type two parenting style of as I continue to be kind to my daughter she'll stop and I'm thinking you gotta draw the line here you know you gotta bring out the I'm the parent I'm done listening to this so I would have in retrospect would I have known to do this in your particular phase of life I don't know but as an observer I'm thinking Pull the car over, tell grandma to get out and say, mom, will you please step out? I need to speak with Katie. That's going to like break state. All of a sudden, whoa, my mom's pulling the car over. Whoa, grandma has to get out of the car. The uh, turn of events here is very dramatic. This is getting serious. I'm paying attention. That breaks state. That creates a Katie. Gets her attention. Yes. Here's the deal. And then you have to pull in the consequence and say... We're going to complete these errands. We are not going home. If you continue to repeat this, well, you're going to experience this. She wanted to go home, so she go play on the playset. So the consequence could have been if you You're keep, not going to play on the playset. Right. I'm going to take away what the reason you want to go home. Deal? That's just the way it is right now. And so I So think, you're offering an alternative to yelling because sometimes I've done that where it's like, okay, you really, I really well, want you to listen to me because you keep asking. I'm going to get louder. And scare you, I mean, as much as I can as a type two, you know, I think that's maybe a tendency yeah. even for other types of moms too. But, and so you're offering a suggestion that I like where it's like, this is serious. I'm going to be very direct and that pulling the car over, I'm, okay, I know what I'm you're asking. I'm getting your attention. And this is what I'm saying and I'm serious yeah. about it. So what I'm looking at in this question, see, there is, the issue is certain behaviors her children are exhibiting. Telling each other, I want to kill you, calling each other names. She's not okay with this behavior. She's not okay with this behavior. Her, she makes her sad. Well, you've got to do behavior modification here. There's an opportunity to say, my children are exhibiting behavior 
that is not supportive to our household, to their relationships, I need to step in as the parent and do some behavioral training. Some disciplinary action that's behavior modification. So what that you the... have an ability to influence this. So what are the two sides of it? The kumbaya, guys, come on, be nice to each other. Yeah, well, the other, other side names. is a type one and a type three will resort to finally blowing up. And type threes will yell at their children to modify their behavior. Type ones will eventually blow up. They'll feel worse about it. So what are your current what type tactics? Four do? Type four would try and reason with their child to get through to them that... A lecture. Yeah, more of a lecture approach. And so what are you currently doing to help influence behavioral changes that's not working? That's actually pretty true to your nature. That you but think it's not maybe getting it is through working. to your kids. Like maybe I was thinking, no, I'm going to be patient. I'm going to hold my Suddenly ground. She's, yeah, she's, and I wouldn't watch I did say to her finally, I said, Katie, do you think if you keep mentioning this and persisting that you're that you want to go home your mom's finally going to change your mind and she says to me grandma this is not your conversation I thought well if a six-year-old can say that to me then you can go bigger on this one (laughs) (laughs) no really like you have to meet your child I've noticed that like honestly I feel like I have to put on like my football helmet and my pads and be like okay I am standing my ground and this it just takes energy yes it it takes but and again, consistency. And she's but she's, that's the type of child I'm dealing with. And she is chipping away at your energy though by not doing it. Right. By going on and on and on and you not stepping in to say this behavior's not okay right now. It's not okay. So let's get back to the question. What about this mom? I would these boys are age nine, seven, and four. I would Either meet with them as a group or meet with them individually. I'd first of all make it real clear, and I think you need to bring dad in on this. This is like two parents talking to their kids saying, we're noticing some behavioral patterns that we do not support in our family. Saying, I'm going to kill you is not okay. Violent references are not okay. Calling each other names when you're upset at each other is not okay. Okay. Now, what's provoking this? You got to get to what is the setup that's taking them into this behavior? Maybe there needs to be a correction there. Are there certain video games they're playing or certain times of day where they're tired and they're in each other's faces? Yeah, why are Maybe they getting they, on yeah. each other? Notice if there's a pattern that's repeating where this is recurring. What yeah. can you do to, to prevent it? Yeah, the where they go to that space. Now, if they get to that space where there's upsets, there's just very clear that's not okay. It's healthier to say, I'm really upset at you right now. Well, then they need to learn how to work things out. They're at that age where learning to talk through their issues, work together, and getting to a healthy place. Such a valuable skill. I've even used that with my two-year-old and my daughter who's six, and they'll just be kind of butting heads and there's a lot of just noises. I say, guys, use your words. Talk it out. No one said anything. What do you want? What do you want? And I'll help coach that, facilitate that. But then they're talking to each other, and they'll come up with solutions together, even at that younger age. Yeah. Are they spending too much time together? They need to be separated. Are they? Is it an issue with nourishment and sleep? There's physiological things going on that can set children up to have these upsets. 
What you're seeing though is a pattern developing by allowing it. You're basically by not intervening, you're saying this behavior's acceptable because you've not clarified that it's not acceptable. And so every parent will deal with behavioral modification with their children, every parent. Her story just happens to be about the verbiage they're using and the way they're coming, getting on each other. And so you have to correct that and set up a correction plan. Like the tip for this mom would be, what's your next step to correct this behavior? Rather than, it makes me so sad, I just wish they'd get along. It's like, well, what are you doing to correct the behavior? So first identify the behavior that's not okay. Yeah. Then determine the consequence. What will happen when that behavior is done and agree on it as a family. Make it very clear, not in the moment Mm -hmm. of that happening, but like you said, have a conversation as a family. Mm -hmm. Okay, when that happens, this will happen. Got it? And certain things to me aren't discussion items like, how do you children feel about saying, do you think, you know, they all say, I think it's okay to say I'm going to kill you. (laughs) Like, well, no, you're the parent. You get to just say certain right, things exactly. are not okay some in our family culture. Some things can be discussed culture. and you can come up with ideas together. And some things you just got to say, this is the way it's going to be. Yeah, like in the car with you, there really wasn't a negotiable outcome. Yeah. You needed to get, just practically speaking, with your schedule, it made more sense for you to finish the errands before yeah, you went home. Yeah, I wasn't home. changing. You and honestly, going like, to change. I was, that was not yeah. negotiable. But you... We're allowing her to continue as though it might be because she didn't stop because her, you look at, why is my child doing this? They're doing it because they hope I'll change my mind. They're trying to wear me out. So I'll finally say, okay, I'll take you home. But you knew it wasn't negotiable. I don't think she knew that clearly. Doing something more to break state, like pulling the car over, having me step out of the car would have made it like, whoa, we're getting serious here. I think what's supportive for me is I need to decide that's how I'm going to respond ahead of time. In the moment, it's very yeah. stressful for me. Okay, how am I handling this situation? How well, she, I don't know what she, to do. Yeah. Okay, I'll try this direction, that direction. What Nothing's working. Like, as a parent, identify these situations that aren't working, and then what will your response be? And so that you you just know where you're going in that moment, and it will take less energy, and there won't, especially as a type two, I'm just like, okay, I want to be kind. I want to, you know, and... I don't, kind. I, don't, yeah, I don't think it's kind. Yeah, I don't think it's unkind to hurt you. doesn't look like not being kind. It looks yeah. like being firm. You can be kind and firm. I guess it's just making that acknowledgement that doesn't have to be yelling or getting louder or right. angrier. It just is being firm and very clear. Yeah. And well, I think that's really supportive for kids to be firm, clear, consistently. They know what to expect. They know the boundaries to play in. When parents get that point where I've had it, they'll resort to yelling to correct the behavior. And in a way, they're instilling fear in their child. And they're like, whoa, I got to like change what I'm doing because now I'm scared because my parent's screaming at me. That's not healthy behavior modification, you know, but because you're not stepping in sooner to correct behavior and being firm on what really you've made a decision to correct and say, this isn't okay. And this is how it is. When I wrote The Child Whisperer, There was a television show that was super popular that's still very popular called The Dog Whisperer. And I watched that show and go, you know, children aren't really that much different when it comes to behavioral training than training a dog. You absolutely do not support misbehaving with your dog and you can really reward, really point out, highlight, spotlight the good behavior. 
The emphasis is on the good behavior. Are you pointing out to your boys when they're getting along, when they're cooperative, when they're kind to each other? Is that getting a lot of attention? There are studies that show that reinforcement of good behavior will ultimately drop the bad behavior out of the experience by that emphasis over and over and over on the good behavior. I've noticed that works like a charm with my kids, that I will point that out to them, what they're doing, that's great. And then they'll point it out to themselves later on. I'll say, what? You're making your brother happy. You're helping your brother. That's so great. You're a great big sister. Or even things that she'll just do on her own. You're so responsible. You got yourself dressed. Like you could have said to Katie... I know you're capable of supporting mom, and that's what I want right now. I want your support, and that would look like this. And then you mention, as you now proceed the rest of the afternoon, thank you so much. You say three or four times, I really appreciate the support you're giving me, Katie. Thank you. You now emphasize what you ask them to change right in that moment. You flood them with the acknowledgement. We tend to think that rewards always need to be tangible in some way, they can be words. They can be verbal rewards that our children are so grateful for. Those will go for. a lot farther, in my opinion. Yes. They stay with you. Your mom's voice will ring in your head of those good and bad things mm-hmm. that she said to you, and those positive things will, will go a really long way. Have you ever told your children, I think that in and of itself is, what I want is this. That would be supportive to our family. To, to, you know, our family is our most supportive system. Let's create it to be. This week's parenting practice is four steps. First, identify the behavior that is not okay. Second, determine the consequence. Third, stand firm. And fourth, acknowledge the good behavior. With the emphasis on the good behavior. And staying firm on what's not okay with the consequence. And your children will change their behavior and understand that just because you want something and you wish certain things would happen, They may not. They need your parental influence to help the behavior change. That one of your biggest roles as a parent is teaching healthy behavioral skills. Thanks for listening. For more support, go to thechildwhisper.com where you can purchase the book, subscribe to our weekly parenting practice email, and find a transcription and audio of the Child Whisper podcast. If you're listening on iTunes, thank you for leaving a review. If you have a parenting question, please send it to parenting at liveyourtruth.com.